Welcome to episode 4 of the HFL show brought to you by Highland Football Weekly with me Ian Ald. On this week's show we'll hear from Fermartin United manager Paul Lawson whose side recorded a fine 3-0 win at the home of the champions at the weekend. Full credit to the to the boys they, they were excellent and you know with a young young team in a, in a sense and you know the, the boys were, were great and, and hopefully they can take some some real confidence from that we'll also hear from Nairn County new boy Adam Porritt who's back in football after a couple of months away and admits it was an easy decision to rejoin at Station Park there was only one place I was ever going to want to go back and I'd still I'd left on really good terms I'd left my contact and that was it was still running so I didn't I don't have to sign or anything like that again it was just just a welcome back, really. It was good. And hot on the heels of a Friday night victory over Strathspey Thistle, we'll catch up with Clack the Cudden goalie, David Aitchison. But Friday night, the, the buzz, you, you can feel the buzz when you're warming up because the noise of people coming in and, you know, the, the music come on and, you know, it's a Friday night, so there's probably even more people than usual. Yes, a very warm welcome to the show. Let's start by going over the news from this week, managerial news as well. Uh, Like last week, however, only one going and one coming. That is Craig Ewan. He's taking over as the manager at Keith. We spoke to Keith Director of Football, Michael Brown, on the podcast last week. And the Maroons have moved early to appoint the ex-Forest assistant manager. Well, he's joined Forest from Keith. So Craig Ewan is in at Kynick Park. And Andy Lowe, who we spoke to on episode one of the HFL show, has this week resigned as Inverurie Locos manager. Well, the two sides met at the weekend and produced the first goalless draw. There were wins for Bucky Thistle and Fraserbra maintaining their 100% starts to the season. Bucky 5-0 winners over Devon Vale and Fraserbra squeezing past Nairn County and a tough one at Station Park. Huntley started, uh, continued even their fine start to the season. They were 4-0 winners away to Tariff United. Brecon City slipped up for the first time in the league. They do 2-0 with Rothis, a late free kick, earned Andy Kirk's men a share of the spoils. Clach got their first win of the season. We'll speak to David Aitchison, their goalkeeper, a little bit later on. They were 4-1 winners over Strathspey Thistle. Forest Mechanics, 3-2 winners away at home to Fort William and Lossiemouth meeting Wick Academy by two goals to one. For Martin United, impressive on Saturday. They beat the champions, Brora Rangers, and I'm delighted to say we're joined on the podcast now. Let's kick off by speaking to their manager, Paul Lawson. Paul, how are you? Not too bad, Ian. Thanks, yourself. 
Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Working away. And, well, it's just great to be talking about football again, isn't it? After, you know, so uh, so long. I mean, I know that you guys had the Scottish Cup at the, at the start of the year, but um, it's great to get back to normal things, isn't it? Normality uh, and talking about football and playing football and being, and being involved in football again. Oh, without a doubt, I think, you know, I, I praised the players um, a lot last year. Um, for the sort of stop-start nature of the season, and um, you know, sort of keeping them, themselves going, um, we were we were fortunate enough, like you say, to have a, a couple of the, the Scottish Cup games. Um, but I think you know we're back to well, say some sort of normality. But we're you know that's a league kicked off, which which is a great um, for the boys. You know, pre-season with a bit stop-start with, with games, etc. But but we've got there, and um, let's say we're. We're enjoying the, the league campaign being started. Yeah, I was at your game at the weekend. Very impressed with uh, you guys on Saturday, uh, beating the champions, Bruna Rangers, up at Dudgeon Park 3-0. You must have been pleased as well. Very pleased. Um, you know, the performance was excellent. It's, you know, it's never going to be an easy game up there and, and we knew that. And um, Despite, you know, what's gone on um, at Bruna the last couple of weeks, it was it was always a, a difficult one for us. And, and, even taking that into account, you know, the, the squad that we had, we, we've got a number of injuries. And um, so if, you, if you've seen the bench, you know, I had to, had to kick myself on. So that's how bad things are, have gotten in terms of injury-wise. But full credit to the to the boys. They, they were excellent. And, um, you know, with a young young team in a, in a sense. And, you know, the, the boys were, were great. And, and hopefully they can take some, some real confidence from that. Well, I was going to say, actually, because, um, I mean, you obviously kept a clean sheet. Um, I thought the back line, you know, um, were under a bit of pressure in the second half because Broda came into the game and kind of, um, you know, they, they started well. You got the penalty, which kind of killed them off, but they still kept going. And um, the goalkeeper, especially, you know, a wee bit of uh, work to do uh, in that second half. And later on during the game, you come on as a sub at right back and, you know, I'm assuming that if the, the goalkeeper had lost his clean sheet and the rest of the back four, they wouldn't have been very pleased. But um, that was putting yourself under a bit of pressure there. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously you're, you're going up to Brora, you, you expect to uh, concede some chances. It's, it's going to happen and, and it's up to, you see the goalkeeper in the back line, but everyone as a defensive unit um, has to stand up to it. And, you know, Big Ballon was excellent, but mm-hmm. as you say, the back four, uh, stood strong to everything that was it was chucked at them, and yeah, I think put myself on. You're kind of um, running that risk because you know, although the boys have had a lot of um, football lately, I've you know myself not had too much training or games. So it's um, but like I say, that's kind of where we're at in terms of injuries. Um, we, we've got about eight players injured and two boys isolating so you're almost looking at a full team in a sense so um, it had, you know needs must at times and, and like I say it was it was good to to get the, the three points and, and get over the line with a clean sheet It was interesting because I noted uh, in your kind of cameo towards the end the young Ross County Loney Matthew Wright uh, tried to get the better of a Ross County legend Paul Lawson but the legend stood firm the experience uh, helped out in the end um, you were clinical in the first half as well. You took your chances well, and and it's one of those. It's a very interesting game to watch actually because um, you, you could have scored more. You, you won three 0 um, and you, and Joe Mallon had a couple of 
Uh, well, he had a great save towards the end from Graham Roger, but you could have scored a, a few more goals as well. Yeah, no, uh, we had a few chances, but, you know, like I said, Brora did as well. Um, so, you know, we are aware of that. But, yeah, a couple of, we'd say, um, really good chances. Uh, we had uh, Graham Roger had one. Um, Aaron Norris went through on goal as well and, and put one over the bar, um, which was a great move. And um, So, yeah, it was we had chances to make, to score a few more, but ultimately you, you can't. You can't complain with a, a 3 0 victory up at Brona. Absolutely. And you'll be pleased, Paul, with the, the start two you've made to the season. I know you had those that double header with, with Fraserbra um that, that didn't go your way in, in either of those games, but you'll be pleased with um how you know you've responded since then. And then you've gone on to you know record three uh league wins back to back and also uh put Bucky Thistle out of the Aberdeenshire Cup as well. So you'll be pleased with your start. Yeah, looking at the, the ties we've had, obviously Brora away, Fraser away. Um, so looking for the first four games, I think ideally, yes, we'd love uh, four from four, but I think um, taking three out of four is not a bad return. So um, we've got to be happy with that. Yeah, disappointing, obviously, they, they losing the cup final. Uh, but, you know, as we said to the, the boys on the night, you've got to use that disappointment as your, your sort of drive. Um to you know, start the league campaign well and and potentially get to a, another cup final uh, with having Shark Cup games coming round uh, quickly. So, um, you know, it seemed like a disappointing start losing those two games so early. But you no, know, um, we've, we've played really well the last three four games and um, even away to Forfar in the cup. I thought yeah. we, we played really well on the night and, and were unfortunate to, to score a couple of goals. So, um, and it go again. It goes back to like I say that. We've got um, young players coming into the team and, and doing really well and um, stepping up to the plate, so it's, so to speak. And um, you know we've still got six, seven boys to, to come back from injury. So um, hopefully we can at it. We can only get stronger. Now it's ironic because we started the, the conversation talking about return to normality, but of course you've no game uh, this week due to um, a positive COVID. Uh, case at, at Huntley, so the Aberdeenshire Cup quarter final with Huntley has been called off, and I'm sure that'll be rearranged in, in due course. And we hope that obviously all is well uh, in the camp at Huntley, but um, it gives you a kind of chance to take a breather because it's been a, a pretty hectic start with the season w- with games uh, flying uh, around pretty quickly. But it gives you a chance to take take stock and uh, and get ready for I'm sure which will be a another cracker on Saturday at home to Nairn County. Yes, I mean, since the due to the, the Aberdeenshire Cup from last year getting played, etc., and uh, being in the Challenge Cup, we've, we've literally had a, a midweek game every week since the start of the season. So it is an opportunity to for a few of the boys uh, to rest the legs and, and get ready for Saturday. So although we're disappointed to miss out in the game, it, it, it might be um, a good thing for us because, you know, definitely Saturday's not going to be easy. We know that um, they were how they put in a very good performance against Fraser last weekend. So it's going to be very difficult. Um, but at the same time, um, how we're playing, we need to, to take confidence from that and, and go into the game looking to get three points. Looking at your well, August is a is a big one for you, isn't it? I mean, you, you talked about the start there, um, having uh, Fraser on, on day one, then you've been uh, up against Brora. You've got 
there on this Saturday, which I'm sure will be a tough game. And then midweek you go to Brecon City and then take on, on Bucky Thistle as well. But uh, I mean, the, the games have certainly um, ch- challenging games. But I'm sure you know those are the kind of games that you'll you'll relish in the first month of the season. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you have to play everyone at some point. So it's just um, sometimes it can it can work for you and work against you. Um, we have to go into these games of confidence. We've um, been up to Bucky already and had a good result, but um, Breakin's obviously that that unknown quantity that um, everyone's kind of looking forward to playing against, and and they've started well. So it's you know it's got to be a very good, difficult game. Uh, we know that, but you know it's cliche. Um, we we just got to take each game as it, it comes, and you know uh, first and foremost we've got to concentrate on them. Absolutely. We love a cliche on this podcast. Don't worry about that. Paul. <laughs> um, Paul, all the all the very best uh, for Saturday and the season ahead. And uh, yeah, I uh, hope that, that, that all goes well for you, for Martin, this season. Of course, we're just glad to be talking about football once again after uh, so, lo- so long out of action. So it's, uh, yeah, it's great to be talking about football week to week. Uh, Paul, all the very best. Thanks for spending some time. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to welcome on to the podcast now someone who's been on uh, many times before and, uh, well, he's recently rejoined Nairn County. Adam Porritt back at Nairn County after a, a few months um, away from football. Adam, firstly, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm very good. Adam, the, the my, my eagle eye was at uh, play at the weekend. I was uh, looking at some pictures of the of the game against Fraserburgh and I spotted yourself in the background. Now, I know that you'd said that you would still like to, to go along and, and, and watch the team and, and cheer on the boys. And then uh, a couple of hours later, Nairn County revealed that you're back. Uh, talk to us about your decision to to start playing again and rejoin Nairn County. Well, I obviously left, for, I left the football side of things for family reasons and it, it worked out to quite good timing because my, my wee fell at the time, he was struggling with various foods and stuff, so it was quite a hard time for for the wife, so I was actually I was, it was the main decision was really there to be there for, to be there for her and the, and, and the kids. So it was that side of things was easy enough. But then when the wee one started to recover and everything like that, then I started to start more think about the football side of things. And then once I went to a couple of games, that was it. My head was just I just wanted to be just wanted to be back playing. And and then the decision was pretty easy from there. It was, it was only one place I was ever going to want to go back and. I'd still I'd left on really good terms. I'd left my contract, and that was it was still running. So I didn't. I don't have to sign or anything like that again. It was just just a welcome back. Really, it was good. Yeah, you mentioned there. Obviously, you know, you stepped away for uh, family reasons, but you know, I'd imagine um, you know football is a big part of your life as well. And um, you know, there, there might have been part of you that was a little bit jealous once you, you know, once you you seen the the season get back underway again. Did you did you miss that kind of that pool of football? hundred percent. Don't get me wrong. I, I did. I didn't miss the pre-season side of things. And it was my first training session back tonight, and I'm sure I'm going to get an absolute doing from the boys as well. But no, of course, that first game of the season, the, the buzz of being back on the bo- with the boys and on the bus and stuff. You you can't you can't beat it. As much as you love your family and you love your kids and everything. It's just, it's uh, it's not it's not the same. You're when you've been playing football on a Saturday for the last thirteen, fourteen years. It's kind of it's an old habit to get rid of. 
I remember speaking to you actually. Uh, I bumped into you in, in Tesco, maybe just once uh, you, you'd announced that you were you were stepping away from football for a while, and you know it, it, it was, I suppose, something we don't often often think about now. You know, as a dad myself, I'm 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 keen to to big up the dads out there to do a, a power of good work. But in terms of you know your own situation and and probably many others like you as well. I mean, you're obviously working full time, then playing part time football as well, and it, it is a difficult, it's a juggling act, isn't it? You know, between you know working full time, playing football, and then and then being a dad as well. That must that must you know has it that must present its challenges as well. Oh, totally. It it really does. It's uh. Like I say, it's got it's got its good good times and bad times. You're obviously you're lucky that you can you're, that you're able to do both play to play and be a be a dad and a husband. But it's like you say, it's it is it's difficult. That's my wee one just coming in the door and he's screaming, "Dad!" <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm trying to fend off mine from uh, bursting at the room while I record this as well. So it, it presents its challenges in more than one way. Um, Adam, you, you mentioned they're obviously near near with the team that you rejoined you had no hesitation about re- rejoining the guys as well you talked about your kind of your admiration and your respect and your love for the club as well i suppose it's a it's a no-brainer when you decide to start playing again and go back to Nairn. no of course and they were so good with me throughout the my, my decision to to obviously play because i had a i had a contract to, to honor like i still had a a year left on my contract and they were they were really good with me they were they obviously understood my decision, and they obviously knew the reasons why it was for, and that. And I've got nothing for respect for for everybody in there. And yeah, it's it just made it so easy because they look after you so well. We've got a young squad, very talented squad, and it's yeah, it's it's all looking up at there. to be honest, in terms of you mentioned there your um, you know your teammates, you're back with your teammates once again. Um, that must be a great feeling. But also, um, you know, just to get just to get back playing again as well. Your training session is tonight. Your first training session, you know, just to be kicking the ball again. That must be a great feeling. Oh, huge! Yeah, I can't. I, I really can't wait. The buzz, like, I knew I was going back a couple of weeks ago. So even just like ordering new boots and just getting my new kit from Ging and stuff. It's just yeah, it's just the buzz to go back. It's it's right there, and I I can't wait. And like. Like you say, going to see all old teammates and that. Don't get me wrong, I'm really close with all the boys in there. So I have seen them in my since I've not been at the club and stuff. So it's going to make going back, going back easy because it's all they're all familiar faces and, and and stuff like that. So no, I'm really looking forward to it. In terms of uh, football, then I mean, obviously you you've said you've said you've not had a, a pre-season. Um, are you, I mean, are you, are you been taken over? Are you ready to to get involved once again in terms of playing playing time? I mean, obviously, I know that you'll probably have to, you know, kind of work your way back into the team. But are you have you been taken over during that time? I have. To be honest, I went through a, I went through a lull that I wasn't doing much, just because I had nothing to. I didn't really have any motivation because I knew I wasn't going back to the football and bits and pieces. But since I've the thoughts been going through my head for the last probably. In my own head, probably for the last month, so I have been trying to keep myself ticking over. And then once I spoke to Sharpie and that, and knew I was going back, I said to him that I'd like to give myself a couple of weeks just so I don't go back and <laughs> embarrass myself, sort of, in the way of my fitness and bits and pieces like that. But I don't, I don't expect to go in, in there tonight and then be in the team for Saturday. Yeah. I want to be in the best shape possible before I start wanting to contest for places and bits and pieces like that. 
Now, obviously, at the weekend there, um, Nairn very unlucky not to get a result against um, Fraserburgh, who've had a flying start to the, the season, uh, losing 3-2 in the end. Um, no doubt, you, as I say, you were at that game. What did you make of the of the defeat to Fraserburgh? I just think that the, the first half they executed the game plan, the, the game plan well, and they, they got they got got our lead, and unfortunately we conceded. But I mean, as a, like the start, like as out the blocks, I thought we were brilliant. I really did. The first half we were good, and then kind of give them too much respect in the second half. We stopped doing what we were doing right in the first half and allowed them to come on to us. And we can't allow a team like Facebook to come on and attack us. We just, we can't. They're they're too much of a threat. But, so it's a good building place to, to work off, but it's the boys were really frustrated at the, at the at the end of the game, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I can imagine so. Um, you know, obviously, as I say, Fraserburgh were flying at the start of this, well, they have had a great start to the season. And it would have been a fantastic result for, for Nairn as well. Now, you're away to for Martin this weekend. Uh, another difficult game. I watched for Martin beat Brora uh, the other night. Uh, sorry, the other day on, on Saturday beat Brora. Uh, another difficult game uh, on Saturday against Paul Lawson's side. But a game that, you know, like the Fraserburgh game at the weekend, I'm sure that, you know, yourself and the rest of the guys at Nairn will relish. You know, it's not about, uh, yeah, they're a tough side, but you'll go there and, and, uh, and be up for the challenge. The boys will be probably wanting to to right a few wrongs from from last season. I mean, we went we went down the road down to their place last year, and we, to be fair, we got gubbed in the first half. We were just absolutely ripped apart. So that result will still be in it'll definitely be in Sharpie's mind, and I'm sure it'll be in a few few of the players' minds as well. But going down there for Martin's a hard place to go, so we we give them respect at home. But that's the the for uh, Fraserburgh game at the weekend. Not a lot of teams like to come to Station Park. It's I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a lovely park to play football in, but they're the kind of parks that we suit, like that our Nairn team suit, because we like to play football. Mm-hmm. like to get the ball down and play and stuff, so that kind of Nairn suits us, but going down away from Martin's never an easy task. Well, Adam, I wish you all the best, especially for that first training session back tonight as well, and <laughs> uh, and working your way back into the team. It's good to, I'm sure the rest of the guys at Nairn will, will agree with me, it's, it's good to see you back in football. And uh, and and good luck with the the season ahead. And I'll let you go and uh, attend to your attend to your wee man. You probably not see them today. Um, so no, Adam, all the very best, mate. Ian, thank you very much, Paul. Thank you for that. Now, as always, we like to be as up to date as possible on the HFL show. So delayed recording until after the midweek fixtures in the Aberdeenshire Cup and North of Scotland Cup. Only three games in the Aberdeenshire Cup went ahead due to that. Huntley versus for Martin game being called off. Devon Vale were one the winners at home to Dice. Dane Ballard's penalty enough to see the men from Banff through to the semi-finals. Banks D two nil winners at home to Inverurie Locos and Fraserburgh handsomely winning six goals to nil at home to Aberdeen Uni. In the North of Scotland Cup, the holders Broda Rangers through to the semi-final. Andy McRae's goal settling a North Derby at Wick Academy. Rothis knocking out the League 2 side Elgin City in a muddy derby. That was a cracking win for Ross Jack's men. Lossiemouth, well, they are just on fire at the moment, beating Fort William by four goals to one to progress to the semi-finals. And joining them is Strathspey Thistle. They were 4-0 winners 
against Clachnacudden away at Clach as well. They lost 4-1 on Friday night to Clachnacudden. Let's now catch up with a man who was at the game, David Aitchison, the Clach goalie. Unfortunately, missed tonight's game due to injury, but he was there spectating. Uh, David, what like a game was it? Yeah, It was one of those double headers, one of those kind of freak uh, set of fixtures that come round. As I mentioned, you beat Strathspey Thistle on four one on Friday night. You played them obviously in the North of Scotland quarterfinals tonight. But but go back to Friday night. Uh, you were involved, obviously. You were you, you were well. You were involved to begin with because you came off with the with the injury. First of all, how's the the injury out for a, a couple of weeks at least? Yeah, we don't kind of have a timeline. We're kind of I've been talking about eight weeks. Uh, at the minute, but we'll just kind of see how the recovery goes. I'm I'm having physio just now. It's once a week, maybe even pushing to twice a week, okay. and to try and push on the recovery. Uh, we don't want to. It's one of those injuries you just can't come back too soon as well. You know, it, it can't keep reoccurring. Um, but hopefully, hopefully it doesn't take too long, and I can and come back stronger and try and get my place back in the team. Yeah, so you came off in the, the game against Strathspey and on Friday night and Clark got their first win of the season and it it felt like a bit of a, a relief, I'd imagine. I mean, I know you had that fantastic uh, draw, late draw, which often feels like a victory uh, up at uh, Harmsworth Park, but uh, a bit of a relief to get that first win and, and get a bit of momentum going. Yeah, definitely. You know, Wick, Wick Academy, a confidence booster, you know, the lads all kind of felt that that was the performance that we've been looking for. I could kind of saw defensive performance, but also finishing the chance when we got them. And you know, when Strasbourg game came around, and oh yeah, I went off after about five minutes, which wasn't ideal for my own game. But the, the lads really, you know, kicked on from going down one 0 and, and, and putting in a you know an amazing performance. To be quite honest, with you. you know, I was standing with the fans for the rest of the game and. And they were amazed at some of the football that, that we were playing, and and it was a massive confidence. But you know, you know, Highland League such a such a tough league, but getting that first win under your belt um, can really, or at the time we thought it would really kind of kick us on and try and get us a wee bit of momentum um, going for the season. Um, tonight's been a bit of a, a bit of a roadblock, but it's, it's nothing major. Um, mm. We just, but, but the lads still regroup their they really are a great bunch of lads. I'm not not just saying that because I'm part of it, but they're a great bunch of lads. And um, Jordan and, and Michael and Tommy will, will get them regrouped and they'll they'll kick on again for Saturday. Yeah, because you had two difficult games at the start of the season. Obviously, the, the the games didn't go your way, home and away. One to locals and one to Huntley. But you, as I mentioned there, you've got the draw and you've got your first win, and you and Clark can start to to look up and, and look to games coming up uh, in the shape of Forest this weekend as well. And as you mentioned there, they're a wee bit of a stumbling block, but I'm sure, you know, given the fact that you've got the momentum in the league, uh, you'll be looking to carry it on uh, at Mosset Park at the weekend. Yeah, definitely. Clark Forest was, was a big game. You know, we know uh, we know the players really well. And we kind of, um, we, we need to put in a performance. I think even tonight it might be a good thing. It, it keeps our feet grounded and, 
and we realised that we still need to keep working hard for each other. Um, and then we can go to Mimosa Park on Saturday and um, show everyone the kind of football that we we're hoping to try and play at Clark. And, and that's really important. We're, we're trying to have our own style. Um, we don't want to do the basic long ball all the time. We want to try and play attractive football balls, so try and bring in a defensive side of it. Yeah. So so we always knew at the start of the season it was going to be a, a sort of balancing act to see where we were as a squad um, and as a team. So the first two games of the season... Um, you know, it, it's hard to say because when we were there, you know, 5-0 and 5-2 makes it sound like, you know, they really were trousers, but, you know, it was almost like five shots, five goals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was those sort of games. You know, we did play some really nice football, but it was that sort of defensive lack and maybe just turning off the wrong moment. You, you know teams like Inverurial locals will punish you, you know, if you switch off just for a second. Um, and and Huntley, you know, you know, you look at the results they've had recently. You know, they really are flying, um, and they they almost took us by surprise, almost a little bit by by how well how well they actually played, and they came and took the game to us at, at Clark Park. Um, but yeah, yeah. So so Forest, so Forest is massive now. We need that momentum um, to kick back on. You mentioned there that you came off injured against Strathspey. Uh, last Friday night and you were in amongst the fans personally I was well I'd played too many uh, I couldn't get a jail a get out a jail free card with the with the wife and kids and I was hoping to make the game on, on Friday night but just how good was it to to see fans back at Grant Street Park Friday night football because uh, I've saw I've seen a couple of pictures and there there, there was quite a good crowd there on, on Friday night how good was it to, to have fans uh, back at, at, uh, at the, the Ferry San Siro Yes, the very sense. You know, to be honest, that it, like that's why you play football. Really, it's you know you speak to everyone. It's what you want. You know, we only did one league game last year um, at home to Maroon, and There was no one there. It just isn't the same. And it, it, I think it doesn't matter whether you're playing professional or or you know Highland League or or whatever. If, if there's no one watching, there's that emptiness feel about it. You know. And but Friday night, the, the buzz—you you can feel the buzz when you're warming up because the noise of people coming in, and you know the, the music on, and you know it's a Friday night, so there's probably even more people than usual. You know, with yeah. with obviously Cal not playing till till the weekend, and you know people decide that they were going to come down and watch. And I th- I think that was you know such a good thing for for the players to see that oh, you know people are interested in watching us. You know that Clark are a massive club in the high league. You know, maybe not financially, but as a as a fan base, it's you know probably one of the biggest. Um, and the Friday night, it, it like obviously I was injured and in a lot of pain, but being in with the fans, they, they loved it. You know, it's not quite your normal three o'clock Saturday, but there, there is something special about that kind of Friday night um, game of football, especially in the Highlands. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're right. There's a real community feel uh, to Clark as well. Um, obviously, it's been stop start. For yourself and and Clark and um, uh, and and Highland League football, but in terms of uh, on a personal point, obviously, um, you'll be competing with uh, young Daniel Ray and, and and Martin McKinnon's been added to the the squad as well this week. I know that it was kind of covering back up with with your injury, but um, on the goalkeeping front, obviously, healthy competition as it always is as a goalkeeper. I think it's massively important for 
no no matter what people say, no goalkeeper wants to just know that they're playing week in, week out. You, you need to know that the, the two guys behind you or the three guys behind you could easily take your place if you're if you're not on your toes and, and that's what everyone wants. The, the only way you'll improve as a player is by, by having that competition, you know, you know, twice a week at training and then on Saturday comes, you know, you, you have to be on your game because there's somebody waiting who, who's happily, you know, will take your place. Um, it, you know, young Daniel, he's, he's a great, he's got great potential. He really is. He's a really good goalkeeper. And Martin coming in with his experience of full-time football as well. I, I think it's just excellent, you know. Yep. I'm 31 and, and maybe, you know, I'm, as a goalkeeper, I'm maybe not too old yet, but the things like tearing your calf is not always excellent at, at kind of 31, but it's definitely, it, it keeps you on your toes and, um, and I love it. I honestly love it. Training's better, you know, there's a better quality of training, so, so, you know, like, I'll improve as a player. You know, I hope that I can improve, you know, Martin as a goalkeeper, Martin can improve me, you know, Dan can improve Martin, you know. It's, it's, it's a strange, that goalkeeper's union that they talk about. It, it really is there. I don't want to be age. Goalkeepers age like a, a fine wine, so you're absolutely fine there, David. Um, That's what I keep saying. <laughs> David, thank you very much for your time. I'll let you crack on and get yourself a cup of tea after uh, after watching Clark tonight. And uh, yeah, all the very best and we hope to, to see you back between the sticks very soon. Cheers, Ian. Thank you very much. Well, that's it from us here on the HFL show. My thanks go to David, Adam and Paul. We'll be back same time, same place next week. Enjoy your weekend.